Disney se les roule. Il a beaucoup de philosophie, mais il aime trop la rififi. À peine un autre gamme fait du gringue, qu'il pose la main sur son flingue. Redresse ton galure et vas-y pour un petit coup de rififi. Je voudrais m'en mêler, mais du doigt. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the show. This is Reservations, and I'm Rain Whalen. And I'm the third Menendez brother. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. Oh, my God. (sighs) The one they didn't catch. Um, The one that was locked in the basement. That's right. The one whose fingerprints they put all over the weapon. (laughs) Gligor, the night janitor I convinced to put fingerprints all over my computer, <laughs> is going to need a good lawyer. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Holy shit. I can okay. come up with the names, huh? That was well, the best you know what? I mean, somehow that's less offensive <laughs> with not actually coming up with a name. <laughs> Could you imagine you came up with a I don't think it would have landed the same way had you come up with an actual name, though. No. Good God. Probably not. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, you know, we're we're cold boys right now. Yeah, it's cold. Yeah. Uh, you know, even though I hate it sometimes because, you know, being in West Texas, it uh, feels like... I mean, granted, people up north probably deal with this all the time. Of course. But, but like, the wind here just cuts you to the bone. Yeah. And uh, sometimes I don't... Like, I like how it looks outside yeah. when it gets like this. I'm like, oh, nice. Very, yeah. very gloomy. But then, like, you go outside and you're like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. I'm going back inside. Now. Yeah, it's cold, man. And uh, it's our first cold day of the year, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, Tail end of October. Which is kind of exciting, you know? I'm I'm checking the weather to see. Uh, tomorrow's supposed to be. Like, uh, back to, like, 90 degrees. Oh, no, 63. That's no, not. I was going to say, uh, tomorrow's supposed to be kind of like today, but. Well, okay. of course, relative to this recording, it's. Right. Well, no. When oh, this yeah, comes no. out, it'll be tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it was a little chilly today. Yeah. Yeah, but I love I love the cold. You know, I just I wasn't expecting it this early. Yeah. It well, won't it won't be like this, but for two days. You no, know, and for then sure. it'll go back to being you know seventy something. Yeah, 80. but then it hits November and it's just cold all the time. You think so? You think it's gonna be November? I think for sure. I feel like last this is so riveting. I'm sure to listen to. Oh, uh, I think. <laughs> People love it when we talk about weather. I think last year it was like almost December before I got cold. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, we had those few fluctuations last year, but yeah, I didn't. It takes it. forever for it to get cold. Yeah. Here. But see, I got to bust out my logic jacket. Yeah, you today, did. Which I've been, you know, this jacket is so thick already, so I don't, yeah. I don't really wear it all the time. Anyway. Now, here's something fun. You're calling it a jacket. That is something that I would not be calling it. I would call it a hoodie or a sweatshirt. I call all my hoodies jackets. Do you call them jackets? That's interesting. Yeah. Now, my pea coat, that I refer to as a coat. Like, a babe, coat. Can, can you get my coat? I think coat is is know. is regional. I, I, don't, yeah. I don't know if, because I think I would say jacket. I would still call that a jacket. I wouldn't call it a coat. I think, again, coat is, if you say coat, that means you're from a certain place in yeah. the United States. Well, but then again, I have an actual pea coat. Well, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Like, I have to call it. Okay. I'm not disputing that you own a pea coat. I think you do. Hang on, right? let me get it right now. No, listen. <laughs> <laughs> I have a I have an overcoat as well, yeah. uh, and I don't call it that. I call it a jacket. I need to get my big jacket. <laughs> I uh, think that's what I call it. My big jacket. I think Ashley says the same thing. If I'm being honest, gotta get my big jacket because she has one too. Yeah. Uh, Jesus Christ. Anyway. <laughs> Hey, there's some good jackets in this one. Yeah. Some good coats in this one. Cause it was, yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good segue. Yeah. That's right? a good segue. Yeah. Welcome back everyone. Uh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, so if you missed last week, uh, today we are talking about Rafifi, uh, which is a movie that you love, mm-hmm. um, that you've told me repeatedly. Yeah. I need to watch it. So what better time than now? Yeah. And, or, and oh, dude, it was awesome. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. Um, now, I am glad that I did pick this one right after Pickpocket mm-hmm. because we see two different versions of sort of the same, even though I know last week we kind of talked about Pickpocket not really being a crime drama, mm-hmm. but we do see two different sides of 
crime drama. Yeah. Uh, French crime drama. Where Pickpocket is a little bit more slow paced and more focusing on the act itself. This is more kind of how we, when we've talked about Scorsese and yeah. gangster films and, yeah. you know, high stakes. And, yeah. And Jesus Christ, I was not expecting it to go that way at all. Yeah. Like at all. I know. And, uh, and I loved it. It was so good. so good, man. Yeah. Of course, as we talked about in our heist episode, which thankfully future rain, remember to put that in the middle of the episode. Nice. Um, heist movies are fun, dude. Heist movies are so fun. Uh, can I tell you something? Sure. I watched George Clooney and Julia Roberts on Kimmel recently uh-huh. promoting their new movie. Yeah, they got a new movie. And I was like, I really want to watch the Oceans trilogy yeah. now. And they're all on Netflix as of this recording. They're all on Netflix. Ooh. And I might need to rewatch I them all. love the Oceans movies. And we talked about it, I'm sure, on yeah. the Heist oh, episode. That sure. was years ago. But I... I love heist films. It's all about, you know, the, the preparation, right? Yeah. Especially I loved how they, how we are shown this. And of course we'll get into it, everyone, but I loved seeing how they were figuring out, okay, how, okay, if we do this, this happens. So how do we get around this? Right. That I was like, oh, that's I know. So cool. And it's so cool. And it kind of has to be lacking dialogue because Caesar doesn't speak French. Right. Yes. He, and so he's sort of the reason why they're not speaking a whole bunch when he's there. Mm-hmm. You know, it's sort of a lot of pantomime, a lot of, you know, like that's not going to work. It's a lot of hand motions too, mm-hmm. which is sort of fun, which is what pantomiming is. That's the same thing. Um, <laughs> just, just saying on top of what that's it already the same thing twice. Um, I, yeah, I, I like that sort of added detail. It's not meant that's not necessarily on purpose, right? It's yeah. not like they're like, listen, Americans are going to watch this. They don't want to read a whole bunch of dialogue. Let's just, you know, whatever. That's not, I, I don't think that was the purpose, but it, uh, it was to my benefit for sure. I, I can't, I don't know how to pronounce the director's name, but he's like, look, I've been blacklisted by Hollywood. So <laughs> we're not going to have, we're going to make sure Americans can understand this. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, but yeah, so first impressions, I loved it. Yeah. It was great. I was not expecting the, not necessarily twist of the movie, but how it goes from just a simple heist film uh, to a 10, where people are, yeah. you know, rushing around trying to get answers. And dying. And dying. Yeah, I was not expecting that. Yeah, for, a lot uh, of dying. For a film in 1955. Yeah. Like, I was like, holy shit. Yeah, a lot of dying. Everyone dies, except for Caesar. Yeah. Or at least we well at least we think he doesn't die. He is just left there. Tony just leaves. No, him Tony there. shoots him. He does? Tony shoots Caesar. Yeah. He's they're backing up the camera's um uh, the camera is um Yeah, cuz is I, backing up and then boom 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 he shoots him because he ratted on Mario. You know? Okay. So yeah. everyone dies. Everyone dies. Anyway, uh so Jeremy, would you like to give everyone that brief synopsis real quick? Sure. Um, Tony is recently out of jail. Yes. Prison. Right. Um, and he's struggling, right? Mm-hmm. Um, a friend of his, Joe. Um, and I like to add, uh, I'm so glad all the names of I know our main characters are much easier to pronounce this time around. Yes, I agree. Anyway. So Joe, Joe, uh, Joe tries to get him involved in a new job, right? Yeah. He's fresh out. He's like, oh man, you know, like, I'm done. You can't be pulling me back in. Can't be pulling me back in. Not like Michael Corleone. Oh, can't be. God. Can't be pulling me back in. He also has a tumultuous relationship with this woman that. Um, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Shit. <laughs> that may have had something to do with him going to prison. It's uh, almost. Like, uh, I couldn't. Like, I couldn't tell. It's right? almost Im- kind of implied. Yeah. That it's. And she is hooking up with um, an enemy. Of, yes. of Tony's, right? Pierre? Sure. I just know they called them the the, the Grunters. The, yeah, Grunters. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so he beats her a little bit. So, you know, whatever. It's it's <laughs> it's the 1950s. Um, so it's still <laughs> wrong, but it, you know, it's wrong. It's wrong. Um, and once he realizes that, you know what, like... Let's fucking do this, right? Yeah, let's just, let's go. But instead of what you want to do, which is break in the the display window, let's get the stuff in the safe. 
Yeah. Right? Yeah, Tony, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, Tony, Tony don't want to mess around. He goes, listen, man, if we're going to do this, let's do it all the way. Yeah. Let's do this to where I don't have to do this anymore. Right? Yeah. It's the cliched, one more and I'm out. Right? Yeah. Um, which is a classic. In heist films. In well, heist well, all kind of In a criminal. lot of crime. Yeah, yeah a lot yeah. of crime films. You know, so one it, more and I'm out. Doesn't, uh, doesn't Ben Affleck say that in the town? One more and I'm out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't like the guy on this one. He tucks his fucking shit in his combat boots. He thinks he's fucking special forces. Listen, you gotta see the town. Okay? Anyway. Um, so, uh, Joe introduces him to Mario. Um, Mario brings in Caesar, and together they are going to rob the jewelry store, but they're going to go after the safe, right? Yeah. However, in doing some recon, they realize that their security system is top notch. Yeah. Okay. For if, 1955. If you cut it, it rings. If you unplug it, it, it rings. rings. If you make a sound, it rings. Right. Mm-hmm. On every door, on every window, there's a sensor. Right. So they have to find a way to make it not ring. Right. right. They have to find a way to, they can be quiet for only for so long. Right. Right. So through some trial and error, they realize they can muffle the sound with a fire extinguisher, but they have to get in first. Right. Mm-hmm. And the amount of preparation that goes into that is um, timing um, vendors, timing police, mm-hmm. knowing exactly when places open, knowing exactly when they close, knowing who is around at every point of the day. Right. Mm-hmm. And they have it all written down, which is amazing. Yeah. Um, the heist itself takes about 34 minutes of the film's runtime. Uh, and we'll get into that in detail. They get away with it, or so it seems. Caesar gets a little greedy. Yeah, yeah. And it, it is ultimately their downfall. Mm-hmm. Um, Caesar is the reason they get found out, right? Because yeah. he steals a ring. He gives it to the uh, lovely showgirl. Uh, um, Vi- Vivian or something. And um, Pierre recognizes it as one of his because the stuff that they stole is Pierre's. Yeah. Um, it's about, what was it, 200 something million? 240 million. Francs or something. Francs, uh, yeah. wh- whatever the currency is. In France, I don't know. Um, I think it's francs. Is it francs? So now Pierre knows exactly who to go after because once he found out who gave her that ring, he can link it to Mario, who he can link to Joe, who he can link to Tony, right? Yeah. All found out very, very quick. Yeah. It didn't take much. Yeah. Right? Uh, not not uh, inept uh, bad guys. No. They right? knew almost instantly. And so then it becomes a film of cat and mouse, right? Yeah. Now, we're, now we're trying to find these guys and get information so we can get the jewels back, right? Mm-hmm. One by one, he finds each guy. Much like um, Andy Garcia's character uh, in Ocean's 12. Um you haven't seen Ocean's 12, have you? I've seen all of them. Ocean's okay. 12 is the one I remember the least. Okay, in the beginning, he tracks each one of them down and shakes them down for the money they owe, right? For their share. From the first movie? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Anyway, so um, so in doing so, he they kill Mario, they capture Caesar, they kidnap Joe's son. Uh, whose name is also Tony? Or Tony? I didn't catch his name. But they it, say it, but it's almost like in the subtitles, it's almost like it says Tony also. Weird. Well, he named his kid after Tony. That would make sense. Yeah. Um, because they're very close. Um, and so in all of this, uh, Tony tries to track down Pierre so he can follow his movements. He finds Caesar, realizes Caesar ratted out Mario, so he kills Caesar um now he's trying to find the kid right Mm -hmm. so he finds where the kid is takes the kid kills the uh the the guard who is the sister of uh moreau moreau uh mardo that's her name um when he also kills pierre's right 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 right, heroin addicted brother yeah that's what i meant yeah yeah i thought he was the brother of the the woman no it's Pierre's brother? I think it's Pierre's brother. Whatever. Remy. So, kills him, takes the kid back. Um, Joe doesn't know he's done that, so Joe takes the money 
mm-hmm. to Pierre to exchange for the kid, obviously, right? When yeah. You, oh, yeah. And in doing so, Pierre um, meets him at the rendezvous place where the kid is supposed to be. I know this is all, <laughs> it's a lot. And then um, Tony realizes what Joe's about to do, so he goes to stop Joe from giving him the money because he gets the kid, blah, blah, blah. Um, Joe dies. Pierre dies. Uh, Tony is Tony is shot wounded and is trying to drive the kid back to his mother while in tow with the money he finally gets in front of the building he dies um, cops swarm the car get the briefcase which you would assume they'll open realize it's full of money and then then like oh that's yeah. that's suspicious right yeah movie's over yeah, yeah, they throw a lot of information. It's at a you. lot at the very end, right? Yeah. After the after the heist, it's just it's sort of go 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 yeah, go it's balls to the wall. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. Okay. So that was Rafifi. That was Rafifi. So things I love about this film. Okay. Okay. I love just obviously the crime aspect of it. I yeah. like the, you know. Because if anything Jeremy has shown on this show, crime is cool. Crime is, until it's not. Yeah, until it's not. But crime is very cool. So, <laughs> uh, Pierre, uh, not Pierre, uh, Tony comes back into the fold, mm-hmm. you know, trying to get back on his feet in terms of, you know, being out. Right. Yeah, and and, and how they introduce us to him is so cool because you can tell he's already trying to go straight. Mm-hmm. He's trying to be straight, but it's not really working out. No. Uh, you know, like when he's playing cards. Yeah. And they're like, no, we only use money, not promises. Right. And he's just like, fuck. Yeah. Like, just play cards. Yeah. He's just want to play cards. Yeah. You know, and Joe is sort of excited to have Tony back because he he likes this, right? He likes crime. You could, right? Yeah. And Joe for sure lives for this. Yeah. Um, he doesn't want this boring, mundane life, right? No. Um, he loves his family, but he's, you know, he enjoys the crime. Right? Yeah. And so the sort of the brotherhood of crime, I like, I, I gravitate towards the, the sort of camaraderie of the crime, mm-hmm. right? The, the crime syndicates or the, just the, the brotherhood of it. Right. Right. So I like that. I love the assemblance, the, the assembly, whatever of the crew, mm-hmm. right? That's always so much fun. Um, in terms of heist films specifically, yeah. right? They need a crew. And so getting all of those people and, you know, where they come from and different skill sets and blah, blah, blah. That stuff is so much fun to me. And, yeah. of course, the main thing is prep, mm-hmm. the procedure, and um, just making it a fine-tuned machine. Yeah. So they can execute the heist, right? And, mm-hmm. of course, the heist is the best part. But, yeah, for me, the preparation is half of what makes it so great. Oh, yeah. And, you know, and, and I'm pretty sure you mentioned it specifically uh, if I'm remembering correctly, in our original heist episode, you know, um, the reason why most heist films spell it out for mm-hmm. the audience is so when we know if something goes wrong, right? This is right. You know how this. it's supposed to go. So when something does go wrong, you're just as shocked and on edge as they are. Yeah. Right. Uh, but truth be told, they're prepping. Nothing goes wrong. No, not necessarily. I think that there's a couple of you know hiccups. Yeah, you know, just in terms of sound, right? Every yeah. sound is amplified um, mm. in in the heist, right? Like he he hits one of the keys on the piano, and like, right? Um, let's get into the heist since okay. we're already there. Okay, okay. So the heist again is a big chunk in this movie. It's thirty four minutes long, and from start to finish, like from prep to completion of the job. No, I think once they once they start. Yes, once they um, get in the car to go to the to that apartment or mm-hmm. whatever above the jewelry, the jewelry store, store, yeah, that's when it starts. Damn, I think I meant to time it. I'm, I wanted to time it. Too. I was thinking like I should be timing this. And what's what's so interesting is that it really does tell you exactly what they're doing and how they're doing it. They're mm-hmm. not leaving anything out, really. Yeah. Right. I think they're like, well, you would need the tools, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's <laughs> like, if you don't have the tools, you can't do it. So let's just show them. Right. Yeah. Um, I love the idea of 
sort of not always being prepared, right? Mm. Meaning once they realized, oh, if we keep hitting this root or hitting the floor when there's a hole in it, it's going to keep falling down into the building. Yeah. So he grabs his umbrella. Dude. Dude that the, was genius, right? The umbrella, I was like, <laughs> and then, you know, they, I'm assuming once it got to a certain weight, they'd pull it back up so they can get yep. all, all of it out. Yep. And then, okay. And then they lift it back up. They get it all of it out. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, it, absolutely genius. Oh, a hundred percent. Um, and of course, when he shows, you know, he gets the the rod and he gets his umbrella and he spins it and he goes, "Look, we can put it down there, open it, and we'll we can get the debris that way." I mean, it's just you know, again, all without dialogue, no music, yeah, right, um, no music, of course, because you want to be in that space with them, right? Mm-hmm. You want to feel everything they feel, you want to hear everything they hear. Right. Yeah. Which is the most important part. Um, even down to the shoes they're wearing. One of them is wearing ballet shoes, by the way. Uh, uh, yeah. I noticed that they were, wearing, I thought I was like, oh, they're like wearing like, cause I saw it on Caesar. Um, yeah. that I was like, I thought they were wearing like little booties or something to well, keep they, from making sound. So they are wearing dress shoes when they go in. And once they're in the apartment, they change their shoes. Yeah. So that way, when they leave, they can put on their other shoes back on, and they don't look suspicious, right? Mm, yeah. Again, it's genius. Also, the amount of dedication, meaning they're there for six hours doing this. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. From start to finish, it's six hours. Okay? Imagine doing something for six hours like that. Right? You know, not to get too nerdy. But you know, I've 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 always tried to do something like that, like uh, playing a video game. Uh-huh. Like you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna grind for hours. <laughs> I'm gonna commit. I'm not gonna stop until I get like these quests done. And then like thirty minutes in, I'm like, oh shit, I need a break. Right? And it's sort of like they don't get a break, right? No, they. they you know, it definitely seems like Joe at one point has to sit down. But it's almost not until, like, they're done. Yeah. Because what this movie shows you is that heists are hard. Yeah. Right? There's a movie called Angst. Um, It's German for fear. I'm sure I didn't pronounce that correctly. Um, It's a serial killer movie. This Mm. guy breaks into these people's houses, murders them, and whatever. But what that movie shows is that murdering people is hard. Okay? (laughs) Because he's, they show him moving the bodies and they're heavy and he keeps dropping it and he keeps, he keeps like, you know, like tripping over it. And, you know, he, he's having to put a lot of effort into it. Right. And even in the killings themselves, it's a lot of effort. Right. Yeah. Same with this. This is, they are putting in so much effort. They are having to be patient. They are having to be diligent and precise. Yeah. Right. And that's the beauty of a heist film, right? Yeah. I think that there are some that they don't show you everything, right? For legal reasons and also for time and, I mean, you, you know, know, for you don't want to be bored, right? Yeah. Of course, not knowing your audience, that's what I want. I want to see how they do it, right? Show me the six hour long version yeah. of them actually doing it in real time. <laughs> uh, no, no, and I, I completely agree because... You know, it, it that is some of my favorite parts, like, especially like in, uh, I mean, this movie isn't necessarily a heist movie. It's an espionage movie, Mission Impossible. Mm-hmm. You know, the opening, you know, somewhat of a heist when they're at the party, you know, where Emilio Estevez gets killed in the elevator. Mm-hmm. Um, spoilers but, for oh, Mission Impossible. Spoilers. Emilio Estevez dies? Ugh. He's not even credited in that movie. <laughs> um, but like them, like methodically, like, Mainly Emilio Estevez is part of him crawling through the vents and like having to make sure he's here and he's got the, you know, I love that too. Yeah. Um, the, the precision of it, uh, especially. Right. It's procedural. That's why Law and Order has been on the air for a hundred years. You know what I mean? And it has so many spinoffs. It's procedural. Yeah. Right. We like to see how it's done. And that's what all the fun is in this. 
right? Even yeah. in the preparation stage, right? Yeah, which is one of my favorite. I mean, the heist is definitely it's, it's the, the it, highlight. It's the highlight, but yeah. the preparation I loved, just because I did laugh when they're when they're trying to figure out like, well, what kind of noise would set it off? Right. And, you know, he Joe hits the hammer, and they're like, yeah. It kind of made me think of the the SpongeBob building his bubble. Uh, um, kiosk that's yeah. the only word I can think of and he's like I'm seeing if Squidward comes in the window and he's like yeah that's, that's <laughs> I was like that's so funny but like I also love like he's like okay like I can go a little harder right um, and I can get a little closer because they also bring it down the sensor mm-hmm. yeah every time yeah because Tony's everything. like we'll go go a little harder go harder we'll go lower we'll mm-hmm. see how close you can be and how hard you can hit it right but mm-hmm. then of course covering it with a sock genius Right, yeah. the drill covering it with the the towel. Oh, the, oh, dude! I was like, oh my, they're fucked. Because like you know, when they start, it's loud. It's so loud. I was like, oh, they're fucked. And right. then they wrap it, and then they're like, and then you know, Mario's you know squirting. I'm assuming oil to keep the mm-hmm. the um it's to keep it lubricated so yeah. it doesn't you know smoke or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, oh thank god. And that is the part that takes the longest is yeah. getting the safe open. Right, mm-hmm. which is something we don't watch them practice. Really, the main focus is the the alarm. Well, and well, and also they were to assume that Caesar knows what he's doing. Of course, they, they said that he's the expert. Yeah. So we're and to assume this is what he does, as to see his tools, right? And yeah. again, it's so. It's sort of like what I love about, um, the Born Identity. Um, have yeah, you seen the Born damn. Identity? Of course, I've seen the Born Identity. So do I remember the other? <laughs> Two movies? No. No? I do remember The Bourne Identity, though. So, he's in the hotel, and... Because he kills Clive Owen. He thinks so fast. So, he immediately takes a walkie-talkie, puts it in his ear, so he knows where everybody is. He immediately takes a map off the wall for the fire exits. Mm -hmm. So, what they're saying, he knows where they are in reference to... Uh, the words they're using, right? I mean, it's just, it's that quick, right? And with Caesar, he is immediately going, bum, 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 okay? Bum, 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 drill, drill, drill. It's no, there's no hesitation. Yeah. Right? Well, I will say when he, when he's using like the, uh, the, the can cutter to cut that hole, I was like, I thought you guys were supposed to be quiet. Because it's, that's it's loud. still loud, but you know, that's the only tool that they have to yeah. cut that whole and even just like hitting the oh i was like oh my god like, oh. yeah i was on edge i was like jesus christ yeah. they're fucked yeah uh but but it's still so cool man you know um and you know and unlike you know like I, i'm gonna use oceans 13 for example you know where they have contingency plans with contingency plans so they've got plans on plans on plans yeah um you know, this isn't like that, but I still no. like that they're like, okay, this is, it's got to, we have to hit A, B, and C yeah. so we can get X, Y, and Z. Right. Um, and it's, it's genius. I know. Even to, even having the, the, the wire cutters for yeah. the, that those metal rods that they know will be in, in the floor. Yeah, in the, in the, I'm assuming or, concrete. In the ceiling, right. Yeah. The concrete. Um, even just the forethought of, oh, there's going to be. Well, metal. and I, I'm not going to lie. I was like, wait, I thought you guys said you weren't going to cut it. And then I was like, oh, that's not, that's the, not the, that's yeah. not the alarm. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, what, what are you doing? Yeah. We're barely starting. You're already fucking it up. But I was like, oh, that's, that's not, that's it. okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was, I was like, wow. Like after I calmed down, I was like, wow, who, I wonder who was like, oh yeah. Hey, there's going to be. We got to make sure we've got these. I know it's amazing, right? Again, it's about all of that preparation and being fully prepared. Yeah. Right. You know, and I would say the longest part of their heist is digging in that hole. You think so? Through the ceiling, because <laughs> you know when we first see it, it's only about the size of they right. probably just get an arm through. Yeah. And then smash cut to later, it's big enough to fit a whole body through. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think that's what took the longest. You think so? Because I, I bet the safe itself probably took an hour or two. Oh, it took a few hours. They showed the the, the clock. Yeah, but uh, I think that was. The By the way, the use of clocks. Yeah, man, love it. Yeah, dude. Um, dude. <sighs> because we need to know they're running out of time. Yeah. Right. It, it's, it's taking too long. Uh, it's genius. Yeah. And of course, they were like before in the preparation stage where they're 
walking by the shops and, you know, saying what time do these things open? Right. And mm-hmm. what time do they close? Um, there was a piece of dialogue that says, well, we need to be out of there by five, you know? And if you remember that and you keep that in your memory bank, uh, when it's six o'clock, you're like, holy shit, get out of there. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So it's still, you, you're so on edge, you know, I knew they were going to get away with it. I've seen it like three or four times. Of course. You I, did. <laughs> but I was still like, holy shit, they got to hurry up. Yeah. You know? Well, and you know, and the part that had me on the edge the most, cause I actually missed that, that piece. Okay. Yeah. So I was just like, God. but I do, I was like, while I was watching, I was like, you guys, you got to hurry. Like, why yeah. aren't you done yet? Yeah. Um, but the part that stressed me out the most is when those two cops are looking yes. at the, the getaway car. Yeah. And they're, I'm assuming they're like, wait, whose car is this? Like, right. Why, and then they had, a, they had a here? list of cars and I think they were like stolen vehicles or something. Mm-hmm. Cause I don't think that was Tony's car. <laughs> you know no, what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Cause he does just kind of pull up in it randomly. Yeah. Um, and I, they had that list of license plate numbers. Um, and that's why they were looking at it. So, vigorously. so intently. Yeah. yeah. And I love that, you know, Tony's such a pro, man. Because he saw their bikes. And, and he's, he's gonna, like, oh, no, just keep walking. Keep on walking. And then he takes out one when the other one's got its back, his back turned. Yeah. And then it's like, all right, let's go. I'm not going to lie. I did half expect when the camera follows those cops right before Tony knocks one of them out. I did half expect when the other one that he knocks out starts to walk back towards the car, the car was going to be gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, how fucking rad would that be? That would have been really Tony's cool. just like, whoop. Yeah, exactly. But I was like, oh, but wait, it's 1955. They probably would have heard a car starting and the door of shutting. Course. Yeah. Right. Um, but that was the part I was the most stressed out. I yeah. Like, oh, I was like, they're fucked, bro. They're yeah. fucked. The whole time I was just like, oh, they're fucked. They're fucked. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, and I was not expecting the aftermath. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. They got away with it. Hell yeah. Now they can just sit back and chill. Yeah. The rest of the movie. There's an hour left. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I saw that and I was like, "Oh my god, I still have 50 minutes left." Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, and in that 45 50 minutes, just all hell breaks loose. Yeah, it's that decision so um and of course the inception of the decision that Caesar makes is when he uh makes that fake phone call to case the joint, right? When mm-hmm. he goes to buy that lighter. Um he he sees the guy look at the ring. Uh, at that table, right mm-hmm. at that desk or whatever, um, and so he knew exactly where it was, and he knew that's what he wanted, right? I did like, I guess, his little calling card when he took it out of the package and he crumbles it up and puts it back in the safe. Yeah, it's like that was a good fuck you, that's, Caesar. That's good. Yeah, like, oh, there you go. Not bad, you know. Yeah, even though you just screwed everything up. Yep. But uh, yeah, man, oh, dude, I I was not expecting. Um, Expecting it to go like that way, dude. No, of course not. Because it, it just it just goes from zero to ten like that. Yeah. Um, and it's the fucking ring. Yeah. Uh, did you see the killing by the way? No, it's on my Kubrick. Okay, it's on my wish list. Oh, it's so good. That's uh, another phenomenal heist film. You gotta see it. Yeah, I, f- I feel like we talked about it in the heist. Episode, we did, and I want to say you said that it was before Kubrick became Kubrick. Yeah. Yeah. Before people knew him for Doctor Strange's Kubrick love. Kubrick wasn't quite Kubrick yet, but <laughs> it's still just, I mean, it's a perfect heist movie. God, I love it so much. Yeah. Um, it's in English, so yeah. there you go. You don't have to work so hard. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, I just, I was not expecting it to ex- escalate so quickly. Yeah. Um, especially when Mario dies. I was like, no. Yeah. It's like, Mario, no. Yeah. Uh, yeah, dude. Oh, my God. Yeah, so Pierre... Is a piece of shit. <laughs> um, yeah. Because I love how before he finds out about the ring, he's already like, you know what? Like, so he tells uh, he tells Remy, his heroin addicted brother, you know, I want you to go kill Tony. The what do they keep calling him? The oh, I know, it's a word. I, I was trying yeah. to clock it. They say it, and I was trying to hear the pronunciation, but I just they say it's just it's, like pickpocket. I was trying to hear the p- pronunciation for that woman's name, and I couldn't do it. Yeah, it was uh, too hard. Well, so he, you know, he tells, you know, he tells his brother, like, I want you to go kill Tony. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like. He didn't even know shit yet. I know. But he was just like, Get kill Tony. I didn't rake shit. <laughs> um, but it's because he beat, um, he beat Mardo. Yeah. Right. And, um, which wrong. Right. Yeah. We've established that. I, you know, it's, 
Mardo is complicated. Yeah. Because she also helps him out, right? Yeah, at the end. Yeah, yeah she, the end, she, she helps. helps Tony track down the kid. and It's sort of like Tony's bad, Pierre's worse, right? Yeah. Who would she rather help, the worst guy or the bad guy? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And she chose the bad guy, which that's okay. But he's our protagonist. So he's our protagonist, so she has to help him. <laughs> um, but yeah, dude. And then poor Caesar. I mean, not, I mean, not poor Caesar, but poor Caesar, you know. Like poor Caesar that he broke first, but not, but he should have known, especially when Tony tells him, like, you know the rules. Right. You don't rat. Yeah. And what did he do? He ratted and it got Mario and his wife, Ida, killed. Yeah. I know. I'm assuming it was implied that they slit his throat. Slit his throat, yeah, with the straight razor. Jesus Christ. Sweeney totted his ass. Yeah, they did. uh, Except they didn't cook him into a meat pie. Oh, my God. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Uh. (laughs) No, dude, I was like, holy holy shit, they just fucking killed Mario. Yeah. Um, And I'm assuming... Did they? They didn't shoot Ida. I don't, I don't know. I, I didn't it's, see what they did to Ida, but you know, we just see her body slump over. Yeah. Um, but man, I was like, oh, I was like, shit just got real. Yeah. Shit just got really real. Uh, because then, almost like a horror movie, each remaining member is almost picked off one by one. Yeah. Um. And you know, of course. Since I missed that part, because uh, I, I remember hearing the gunshots, but I guess I missed that it was implied that oh, yeah, Tony no, killed said, Yeah, Tony killed Caesar, Caesar yeah. Um, which sucks. But then, like I said, poor Caesar, but not poor Caesar. <laughs> he knew the rules. <laughs> That's right. But at the same time, you know, he's the gullible. Well, not the gullible. He, he's, he's the Italian guy who drops the ball. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man. Uh <sighs> Dude, I was I was I was more on edge during that the the final sequence of the film than I was during the heist. Mm-hmm. I was like, Jesus Christ, is this ever gonna end? Is it ever gonna <laughs> stop? I <laughs> know, uh, right? And no, it's not. Not until Kid Tony is home safe with his mom. Right. And oh, dude, I was like, please end now. I, know. I can't. I can't t- my <laughs> my heart can't take my heart can't take much more of this. Yeah. Um. But man, uh, very violent for a 1955. It film. is violent, yeah. Um, especially when uh, Tony kills Pierre. Pierre is clearly already dead. Yeah. And Tony's like, "No, I'm not letting this one go. I'm gonna pump a few more bullets into you." Double tapped his ass. Double tapped his ass. That's right. Yeah. Uh, even though Pierre was clearly already dead in the hole. Clearly. Yeah. Uh, so Jeremy, what what do we want to talk about now? Well, uh, we've covered pretty much the whole I know. and so, the aftermath. So what what I liked was um, in this article from Slant uh, magazine, that? Slant magazine. I don't know. It's no. just a, it's a magazine. Um, I like what what he says here. Um, it says uh, Dessen. Is that what you said? Dessen? Sh- sure. Whatever. Um, takes a sobering view of the honored skill uncommon knowledge and procedure of, of high stakes crooks. Right. Okay. Which again, it's, it's sort of playing on again, the procedure aspect of it, which is the, you know what I mean? But yeah. I liked how it, it talks about the, um, honed, sorry, honed skill, um, and uncommon knowledge, meaning these guys who know stuff. Most people don't are not only do they know about it, they're very good at it. Yeah. Right. Much like, you know, Caesar with the safe cracking. Yeah, like right? Tony with the using the fire extinguisher to clog yeah, yeah. up the 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 alarm. Yeah, yeah. It's this isn't like the first of its kind, right? Yeah. Not necessarily, but I like that this one f- leans more into these guys are really good at what they do and that's why they're a part of the crew. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well and see and I mean, I'm sure we went into it. Uh, we keep referencing it. Uh, the heist episode we did back in season one. If you want to hear that, find season one uh, or you know wherever you listen to us. Not on YouTube because that was before we started doing video. <laughs> but I feel like we talked about how like most heist crews, they rarely ever have amateurs. You know? No, yeah. Um, 
Why would you? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, Ocean's the you know the the first remake, Ocean's Eleven, has a minor exception with Matt Damon, but even then, he's not necessarily an amateur. He's still for, a pickpocket. Yeah. Still a pickpocket, and his as we were learned in Ocean's Thirteen, his dad is who got him into this life. You know. Yeah. <laughs> See, I remember Ocean's Eleven and Thirteen, but I just do not remember Twelve. That's weird. At all. That's weird. That you well, know. it's because it was Julia Roberts playing Julia Roberts. That's oh, that's so only, dumb. It's the only thing I remember from. I that think film. we talked about this in the high school. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, so but yeah, so of course all these guys have to they have to be good. Yeah, but because it wouldn't be it would be it would be like pickpocket watching an amateur mm-hmm. learn the skill right to pull this job off right. You know, which is what we talked about with Pickpocket, that he, he is, he, he doesn't know how to do this. And then he learns and gets better. Right. So, but for a heist, these guys already have to know, this is how we do this. This is how we do that. I think it seems as if it's so obvious now, you know, <laughs> but I think this was pretty revolutionary with having these tropes and and setting these parameters like these blueprints for what a heist movie looks like yeah right i think without rafifi we don't have any of this other stuff yeah Yeah, i was i was feeling like i was seeing some tropes you know of having like you know the master safe cracker um you know make sure you know we have it stashed here Mm -hmm. lay low until you know we have an opportunity to fence all this stuff you know um I was like, you know, this, these things feel familiar, but I, I agree, you know, considering that this movie predates a lot of these other movies that yeah. we've been bringing up, like the Oceans trilogy, yeah, you know, even the original Oceans 11. Yeah. Uh, without, I, I agree, without this movie, we probably wouldn't have gotten those. No. And this, of course, you know, I, I didn't do the research on it, but I also think that this movie didn't like didn't invent the one more and right. out, you know, right. which again is another, yeah, it's another huge yeah. trope and not just high movies, but of course in all of crime yeah, films, you right? know, it's lethal weapon, Danny Glover, you know, he's getting too old for that stuff. That's right. And then he goes out. Why did you censor yourself? We don't have to do that on here. I'm sorry. It's, it's fucking That's how so I've been funny. watching how I met your mother. Oh. <laughs> I'm getting too old for this stuff. Stuff. He said stuff. Yeah. He's getting too old for this shit. There you go. Uh, but then he go out and do more shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With Mel Gibson. Yeah. And you know, this is before he started calling people sugar tits. So. Completely off the rails. Um, <laughs> but anyway, no, like, uh, but I agree. The, that that trope of one more and I'm out. Yeah, probably, there's probably a heist movie before Rafifi. But it definitely, Rafifi heightened it. Yeah, Because yeah, yeah, Tony yeah. for sure is, we're going to do this job. Yeah. We're going to make some money. And then I'm done. And I'm donezo. Donezo spagonzo. Because uh, I don't want to... I agree with what you said. I don't want to have to do this again. Right. He wants to make enough money to where he can just coast. Yeah. And he can get out of that shitty apartment <laughs> and just live a normal life. Um. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I agree. Uh, I'm Again, I'm sure there's one... I'm sure there's a heist film before this where they do that. But, yeah, Rafifi definitely honed in on it. Yeah. Correctly. I agree. Cool. Awesome. Very long-winded explanation. Yeah, it was, Just but to that's pretty okay. much to say that I, I agree with you. It's okay. Uh, that's so funny. <laughs> every time I tell people about our podcast, they're like, oh, yeah, like, so, like, like, is it smart? And I'm like, is I mean, it smart? Is that what people say? No. But it's, uh, it's I, I'm asked that without being asked that. Is it smart or is it is like it, me? Is it? <laughs> what, like Haley Joel Osment? Fuck. Yeah. Shout out to Force Gun. No. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> Rain. Yes. Are you ready to wrap up, wrap up, wrap up? I am ready to wrap up, wrap up, wrap up, wrap up, wrap up. Wrap up. Um, yeah, man. Uh, I'm you know sure what's the thing I forgot? Oops, I forgot. Sure. It's been um, a while since we've done Oops, I forgot. Is, is the way it looks, the cinematography. I Yeah, it looks great. Um, it's I mean, very stylized. You know, it, it's very film noirish. Right. Well, and I, I did read that it is considered one of the the best French noir films. Yeah. Ever. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, Bob Le Flambleur. I did not say that correctly, but um, Bob Le Flambleur. 
Anyway, it doesn't matter. It, Bob the Gambler <laughs> is oh. also very, very good. And it's considered one of the best French crime films, right? Nice. Of the same time. Okay. Um, that one's very good. So you got to check that out. Uh, Pierre Melville. That's probably not how you pronounce his last name. It doesn't matter. Um, he's great. Also, this yeah. is very Pierre Melvillian, this film. Yeah. Um, he had also done Le Samurai. Um another French crime film that's amazing, right? Yeah. Um but yeah, the I liked the the cinematography. I liked the black and white um the style of black and white. Yeah, it, you know, we've been doing a lot of black and white films this this season and we still have a few more left to go. We have quite a few more. Um but yeah, something about this one was This was cool. I, I liked the yeah, way this one looked. I, I really liked how it looked and then how it felt. I can't freaking wait till we do high and low. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, so excited about that. <laughs> Won't be next week. Sorry, guys. No, because next week is your, it's yeah, your turn. Yeah, it's my turn. But yeah, no, uh, so back to the, the wrap-up. Yeah, oh, right, right. I, I really liked it. Um, you know, heist films are great. Uh, shout out to Nathan Lane, you know, who, as I mentioned last week in, our, in the teaser, picked this out because he was like, you know, my husband loves heist films. And yeah. Yeah, man. Like, of course he picked a great one. Shout out to Cinefix, which is why I know about this movie in the first place. They did yeah. a top 10 or top 20 Heist films of all time, and this was on there. And I also love, and I'm sure Future Rain can throw a picture of it. I love the Criterion cover yeah. for it. It looks great. Uh, which now that I've seen the film, the reference makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you know, when I bought it, I was like, oh, I mean, that's that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. But I don't get it. Now that I've seen it, I get it. Obviously. Yeah. Uh, it's half the fun of these covers. Yeah. I know, dude. <laughs> dude. Again. As we're talking about off mic, I can't wait for the adventures of Baron Munchausen. Yeah. Have you did you see the cover I that did. they made? Oh, it looks so good. <laughs> can't wait for that. Shout out to Terry Gilliam. Yeah. Uh, Shout out to Grotarian. Please sponsor us. Please sponsor. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I need to get a lot of these movies before you guys stop making them. Yeah, please. Like before they come out of like, we come out of print. Like I there's I really want one of the Terrence Malick films that they have. Uh Days of Heaven, I think. I don't think that's right. Uh, but it's out of print. Days of Heaven's out of print? Or or at least The Man That Fell to Earth, which I was telling you about. Definitely out of print. I want that one, but it's out of print. Yeah. Last Year Marrying Bad, out of print. Third Man, out of print. Is it just because they lose the rights? Uh, Chunking Express, out of print. Um, or they just decide, like, you know, it's time to put this in the vault. No clue. Couldn't no. tell you. Stop doing that. Or at least let us get what we want. And then you could go back to doing that. Quit it. All right. Well. All right. Well, buddy. So what are we? What are we talking about next week? That's a good question. So. Am I gonna be scared? I don't know. So um, I'm thinking off the top of my head because I know what I have left. Uh, it's not. It's not a lot. Now we're, we're. I know. I was telling Ashley how uh, we've decided that we will not do another season this long ever again. Probably not. Uh, because I mean, though, what's the difference? If um, I did my math correctly, this season will not end until almost next year. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Um, and there will be times where we have to take breaks, so it might be next year. Because, yeah. you know, I'll, you know, we'll, we have yeah, the bachelor party. Yeah, getting married this we'll year. we married, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So, I think I've decided we're going to take a break from black and white. Okay. And we're going to take a break from foreign. Oh, thank God. Which, you know, only leaves me one option. Oh, no. Hang on, let me see if I can figure it out. Oh, Jesus. Guys, next week, uh, we are going to be discussing Harmony Corinne's kids. Fuck! Uh, next week. No! Um, and I literally said to myself, after I mentioned uh, off mic about how we did The Devil's Rejects with Alex, I was like, you know, weren't we going to do kids with Alex? And I was like, oh, shit. We are. And it's going to be next week. So we're going to talk about kids. Oh, now, me. again, Harmony Kareen wrote kids. He didn't direct kids. As, uh, like, oh, my God. Forgot the guy's name. But, uh, uh, let's no, see. Yeah, so I am scared. Because I've heard <laughs> I've heard so many things about this movie. I, I, I think that here's my, my I, theory. Okay. Is it's not going to be as bad as we think. I think it's going to be pretty tame. Let me be honest with you. I agree. I mean, you know, you know, a lot of movies I feel like we've talked about. I think the worst scene in a movie that probably had its dues was, of course, the rape scene in Irreversible. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, but, you know, a lot of films that get a lot of this hype of, oh, it's, this is an awful movie or this scene was just the terrible to watch. 
too graphic, I, too vulgar, right? Yeah, I think I think what earned their stripes would be irreversible. You're correct, and come and see. Um, oh yeah, I think holy those, shit! I can't believe I forgot. Come and see. Those earn their stripes with that sort of those you know descriptions. Uh, kids, I don't know. I haven't seen it. Well, neither have I. We will has find Alex out. seen it? Yes. Oh yeah. Jesus Christ! I was so jealous when he got the DVD because I was like, "Where DVD. did you find that?" You know, because they're they're non-existent. Yeah. yeah, we should have a watch party together. And I found mine, and I have one. So we should have a um, watch party together and all watch it and take notes. Yeah. I have to take notes. Um, very excited to see uh, the, Chloe's seven year. The only thing about this movie that I know is just a simple title from a band I like called Amir. Mm-hmm. They titled a song of theirs after the movie uh-huh. and if i if future rain if i get this wrong please put it up correctly but the title of the song is called i thought you were casper but you turned me into telly okay which are two characters from kids from kids yeah uh, there's a mac miller album also that's um that's inspired by kids as well if you like if you guys like that sort of thing i'm not a mac miller fan necessarily maybe rest in peace but yeah. i i've seen the album cover in it I can't remember the album. I was gonna say that uh, "Swimming Pools" is pretty good. His last, his last official album. I, I, don't, I don't like Mac Miller, so that's fine. It's because uh, he was associated with Ariana Grande, right? No, in fact, um, <laughs> in fact, we'll end in just a minute. Um, in fact, no, because that song was catchy as shit. Um, Which one? Oh, is it I Love the Way? Is that the I one? I fucking know. Why did you ask that? Wait, is it, wait, Mac Miller's song? No, it's Ariana Grande's song that he's I, in. I don't know. That I don't Mac like Miller Ariana Grande. That, that song was pretty catchy, bro. And I was like, that's what's up. But, I, you know what I mean? I was yeah. like, why is Mac Miller, I didn't know his name at the time. I was like, why is that guy being so flirtatious with this seemingly child? Because they were engaged or some child. So right? weird. Because she looked like she was 12. And, and he's he like looked... 38. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't think so, bro. Yeah. But I think they're around the same age. I don't know. Listen, I don't know anything about them. I, I, I saw the music video. I was like, that song's pretty rad. You know what I mean? It was that's catchy weird, as shit. But that's weird. That's weird. Song's catchy, though. And then that was about the extent of it. Yeah. So kids. Kids, yeah. Oh, so kids uh, next week. Um and then I may take one of mine off okay, and add one on there. Okay. I'm thinking maybe Arsenic and Old Lace because it just got that Criterion release. Um, Cary Grant. It's a comedy. Also, a, Is it the one with the, the purple yeah. cover? Yeah, I've been seeing that like, fucking everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, uh, we'll, we'll hang on. We'll Peter, pl- Peter Lorre's in it. Anyway, I, I don't oh, know. Peter Lorre? I know, yeah. Okay, we should probably close the episode. Fuck. Out. <laughs> uh, I mean, this is good for future rain when he edits. So I say future rain because I'm about to be future. Rain. You are about to be. Uh, because when I edit the video, if we don't give enough room after the tease, it seems like the outro and the tease just fall right next to each other. Uh huh. Anyway, uh, so guys, we hope you enjoyed Rafifi. <laughs> I feel like we talked more about the heist, but that's that's okay. It's that's, fine. A por- that's a portion of the movie. Yeah. Uh, and we'll see you next week with a special guest for kids.